Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! You're in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. Art Encounter is known for the masters. You know that. You've listened to Brett Maley's Our Vegas Art Minute long enough to know they have Picassos and Salvador Dali's and so forth. But that wasn't always the case. In fact, a one-time Art Encounter had some of the upcoming artists in Las Vegas, and they've since switched. Well, good news, we have one of those. Her name is Jennifer Main, and now she's back at Art Encounter. That's how good this work is. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Has art always been a thing growing up in Las Vegas? Was that uh, always a passion of yours? Yes, yes. Thanks, Steve, for having me. It's an honor. And, um, yeah, in Las Vegas, I kind of did start to discover that I, I loved art from early on and didn't think I'd necessarily be an artist um, later on. But, uh, yeah, early on, I just really, really did love art. It was a natural talent there. How do you get from that early stages at Art Encounter? Uh, you worked there, right? Um, I Well, what I did is I was a teenager, a junior in high school, and started to get a little attention for my work during that time, just creating art, you know, the gallery shows at high school. And I thought, you know what? I, I don't want to do the traditional path. I had this passion to start making art uh, more of a serious thing for me. So my parents are like, oh, great, my daughter's going to be an artist. So they were a little worried that I didn't want to go to college. Um, so we found Art Encounter as a local gallery that was willing to try out a new artist. I presented my artwork as a young girl, and they, they said, yeah, let's give it a chance. And it took off right away. Well, you got my attention. I get the Art Encounter newsletter, of course, and everybody that's easy enough to do, just go to artencounter.com and sign up. But True. Jennifer's work was there, and wow, it really jumped out at me. You've got a real style. That style seems to be kind of a mix of some of the people like Picasso, some of the, uh, mm-hmm. but lots of colors and so forth. Did that just develop over time, or how did you uh, develop that certain style? It did develop over time. I initially started just drawing in a sketchbook. Everything was black and white. And I think that's a foundational thing anyway. It's kind of learning how to just use your line and, and, and shading and things like that. Um, and then I learned a little bit more about color. And I realized I love vibrant, um, just very vibrant color, more than the usual person. Um, so most of my work, I just naturally would gravitate towards very bright uh color and what I would do is sit um as a teenager and into my early you know like early 20s I would spend a lot of time at libraries and bookstores and truly just absorb like a sponge the master's art and some of that one of those of course is Picasso um Chagall uh, Frida Kahlo Keith Haring I would just truly sit for hours with a cup of coffee and my sketchbook and I would just I would stare at one page of art, and I would just soak it in, and I would go to the next one and soak it in, and then my art started to absorb some of their styles. Yeah, so it started to become a little bit of a mix, but Picasso was definitely a big influence. I look at your pictures, and the colors grab me, and then I looked at it, and I looked at it. They seem to be kind of 
they don't let you go. There's like a story there. Is that kind of how you, you want people to really look at it? I mean, you don't just glance at your picture and say, oh, that's nice and move to the next one. Yes, yeah, and I love that you say that because that's, that's always my hope and desire is that I can communicate things from my heart. I try to go to that heart level of being honest about maybe where I'm at, going through something or what I'm learning about life and the journey and whether it's good or bad, just putting it on the canvas. And um, and that that's something I hear a lot is that somehow the eyes and the story it starts to draw people in. And I think that's just where there's that gift. Um, it's like you can't quite explain it. So I just, I just do it. I really do try to just be very honest and vulnerable in what I paint. And, and yeah, but that's, that's my goal. I would hope that more than decoration on a wall, that it would yeah, speak to people. But you talk about the themes of good versus evil, happy versus sad, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's really true. It's one of those pieces that you put it up in the house. And I have a Leroy Neiman like that, that I got at Art Encounter. And I'm always looking at it. And the cool thing is I'm always finding different things. And your your work seems to do that, too, where you're going to enjoy it more because it's just something you can't keep your eyes off. I love that. Yeah. that's what, And I think that's where a good piece of art, what, whoever the artist is, yeah, it just there's something about it that it stays alive um, when it's truly painted with some, yeah, integrity and passion. And, and when an artist is truly themselves, I feel like then that does happen. And it's beautiful because there's even art now that I've painted that I look at it now in a different season of my life. And it fully meant one thing to me at one point, and now it speaks to me a whole new message. Or, or like you said, you can find different things in it. So I love that, where art truly is this, this living living thing on the wall that, that really does keep speaking. So I love that. And this came from your faith, right? I mean, this is really a lot of this you feel is God-given and it's kind of a way of expressing that, which I find fascinating as well. You can really kind of feel that. Yeah, that's been a big part of my inspiration is... I feel like one thing, there's always this unseen side of life, the spiritual side, and yet it's so very real. And so I find it fascinating to be able to express some of that on the canvas and the whole, even all the success, all the talent in my art career, I know I can give that, all that credit to God because I couldn't have done that myself. Like uh, many try to be artists, you know, many end up being like the starving artist, but I just feel like he's really been like, hey, this is who you are, this is what you're called to do, and and so part of that, I do like to um, really, yeah, paint ways that inspire faith and inspire people to be empowered, um, even to think differently. You are listening to the fine artist, Jennifer Main, whose work is available at her website, and some of her work is featured at Art Encounter in Vegas. But first, when you visit Las Vegas, you're always looking for fun things to do, and I think one thing you got to put on your list is the Neon Museum. It's fantastic. What a way to learn the history of Las Vegas, but by the signs that go back all the way to the 1930s. The lobby, in fact, is a restored shell from the old La Concha Motel. It's a lot of fun. The staff there is incredible. Really unique Las Vegas experience, so you can learn the history and have a blast. Go to neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. Org. You are listening to the fine artist, Jennifer Main, whose work is available at her website, and some of her work is featured at Art Encounter in Vegas. Your genres are hard to, uh, you can't put them in one 
in one box. You know, there's several. And it just from I was looking at some of the things that you've been on. You've been on Real World in San Diego, which is one thing. But then HDTV's mm-hmm. Million Dollar Rooms, which is another. Uh, Discovery mm-hmm. Channel. And I mean, just the fact that they've been on all these different networks that reach different audiences must make you feel good. I mean, it appeals to a lot. You know, you're not closing a little uh, little piece of the pie. This is something that a lot of different types of people, ages and so forth, can really enjoy. I love the impact uh, the art can have and how it really is a platform and a bridge to reach all the different people, like you said. And, and it's been neat. I didn't go out trying to, like, make those things happen. And really, I would just do my thing. And when we go back to thinking about faith or God kind of positioning me, um, that's what he would do. And these different opportunities would kind of just present themselves. Like, hey, put your work on this show or that show. And and things would just happen. And I was like, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> so, um, But I, that's what I love is I'll hear stories that of how the art impacted them. Or they, say they saw it on uh, Real World San Diego or they saw it here or there and and I've heard so many testimonies of where it just feel like, oh, it brought me joy or it gave me strength during the time that I was sick or it reminded me of who I am. And to me, that's what keeps me going. I'm like, if my if art can give a message that's that deep and can sustain people during tough, tough times or to inspire them, I'm like, then it's all worth it. Well, you're an interesting person in the sense that you do a lot more. I mean, you illustrated a children's book, uh, George the Giraffe Thinks He Has No Neck, oh, which yeah. I'd love to see. That had to be a whole different experience from you, for you than just uh, doing putting something on a canvas. That sure was. That, i got to say, was a stretched me, definitely challenged me a bit, a whole different process. Um, but, yeah, it was a good friend of mine who wrote it, and I was honored that he asked me to the illustration, so I, I, I was one of the things I said yes to. I, I, I love children's books, um, but it was very different because each page, each illustration, the characters, I had to have that consistency from illustration to illustration. And then also, I usually paint people, but this book was full of animals, so um, I got to really just, like I said, just really stretch myself. But it's such a cute book with a great message, and and um, I got to prove to myself that, yeah, I was able to do it. And it turned out, it all turned out really, really nice. And finally, my daughter loved art, and she's into teaching now. And I was talking a little about you and saying that you've actually participated. You were a guest speaker at a teacher's convention where you're talking about new methods of teaching art. And we know with, with funding being cut all the time and art's like one of the first things to go, it's really kind yeah. of a shame. It's great that you put some time into it because – who knows what talents out there when we're when we're really not even we're not even trying to bring that out of some people. Yes, that's where art is so it's so critical, so vital. I realize art really does matter. It's a language of its own. Um, we, we have to celebrate it and keep it in the schools. Um, find some ways to just yeah find the talent that's that's hidden in the kids that are our legacy and try to pass that on. So it's been a really cool opportunity to be able to do those things. Um, that's another thing way out of my comfort zone. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to speak to teachers about art. And a lot of these teachers are not art teachers. So I, I did. I came up with some new ways of keeping a, a very simple step-by-step thing to to help the kids, like, lock into to their artistic talents and, and believe in themselves. And really amazing at what came out of the kids and um, and how the teachers have – they still continue. That was years ago. And the, the, the teachers are still using – um, what I got to teach them. 
Well, Jennifer um, Maine, I love your work. You can go, first of all, you, you got to go to her website. It's www.jennifermain.com. Yeah. And there's great stuff here. You can buy stuff online. There's just some credible prints. My particular favorite is one you called I Love Life, I Hate Life, because it's oh, one yeah. of those that, yeah, you just I just can't stop looking at. So. Yeah, I'm super honest. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have at the Art, Art Encounter right now? Because I know there's some things at Art Encounter right now that uh, they're, they're presenting. There are. They have some prints that they've uh, published that are exclusive to them. Um, um, and then they also have some some really nice originals they did. Uh, a little, a little ways back, um, especially when they had their gallery at the forum shops, uh, and and so yeah, they have some some pieces that are are exclusive to them. So I definitely encourage anyone in Vegas to look at Art Encounter and uh, see what they might have. But they've got. They've got a little secret collection. <laughs> well, yeah. Just call Brett Maley. Uh, tell him you're interested in Jennifer Maine's uh, stuff and the artencounter.com. They're great. Your stuff is great. You can go to their website, jennifermaine.com. Jennifer, thanks so much. Really enjoyed chatting with you today. Thank you so much, Steve. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I love what you're doing. You've been listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast, with new shows loaded twice weekly. Got a guest idea? Email us at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com and catch the show live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network.